It's snacking and get cracking with a snack that packs a protein punch. Pistachios are known for their protein power, fiber, and better for you unsaturated fats for a combination that may help you keep feeling fuller longer. Wonderful Pistachios is a good source of protein with zero gill. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. I love that they come in a variety of sizes and flavors, making this the perfect protein snack for any on-the-go adventure. Check out wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more about how these little green wonders can power up your day. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome in, everyone. This is the Blowtrack Podcast. I am Kevin, wearing blue. He is Gordon, also wearing blue. Uh, we are previewing the Zurich Diamond League meet today. It actually starts today. Uh, a few field events in addition to the men's and women's 5,000, but the majority of the meet takes place on Thursday. We will uh, recap that one live after the pod at, or after the meet at 3, 3 p.m. Central. Correct, Gordon? 3 p.m.? Yeah, I think so. If it's not 3, it's 2. If it's not 2, it's 4. Somewhere around there. <laughs> How you doing? Not doing good, Kevin. Not doing good at all. Uh-oh. Any you want to go I into burned, or you want to save that for the I, subscriber I, I, pod? No, no, no. I just I burned the roof of my mouth last night eating pizza. Mm. And it hurts. I don't know why we never learn to not do that again. It sucks. Yet we still continue to burn the roof of our mouths. Like we never learn mm. that lesson. There's never been a time when like that's the last time I'm gonna do that. We continue mm-hmm. to do it. Because we're really yeah. bad at Temperature checking our pizza when we eat it. Is I it peeling yet? A little bit. It's just it's just painful. It's annoying. I just want it to end. So, but I'm gonna work my way okay. through it. I can do a podcast with a burned mouth for the people. How are you doing, Kevin? I thought that was a metaphor. I thought it was going to go in a different direction, but you literally just burned your mouth on pizza. That's it. Yeah. It sucks. Have you ever burned your mouth? Yeah, you have. It sucks. Oh yeah. I, I cut my finger yesterday cutting potatoes. Not oh. too bad though. But I cut. My main issue right now is the allergies. That's, that's my main annoyance, but nothing you can do about that. Um, nothing you can do about that. This podcast. Is what time, was it strong. a good pizza? Was it a good pizza at least? <laughs> it was a weird pizza. It was a flatbread pizza with Alfredo sauce as the sauce instead of uh, tomato sauce and then sausage, bacon, and olives. So the pizza probably only oh. I would eat. It's a weird pizza. Wait, it burned my mouth. does Alfredo sauce reach a higher temperature than tomato sauce? Is there something to Maybe. that? Because it didn't look like it was calm. It looked like it still had a little boils in it. You know, it's just a little bubble. Gotcha. I was just like, I'm hungry. I'm eating. And then, knocked. yeah. All right. Well, this is the Flow Track Podcast, everyone. We talk <laughs> about track and field, cross country, road racing on the show. If you're joining us live on YouTube, feel free, drop a comment on the chat. Tell us what you're looking forward to seeing at the Zurich Diamond League. 
Uh, shout out to Tampa Eagle. Always with the good mornings in the chat. I appreciate that. Trying to start off everybody's day on a solid note. If you got a question, comment, something like say, throw it in the chat. If you're listening after, like if you're not watching live, say you're listening to this while you're doing dishes or going for a run, just yell your question out loud or your comment out loud wherever you are. Um, no one will hear you, but we may touch on that topic anyway. And you might, might think Gordon and I have special powers. Cold my here. Someone, yeah, yeah. If you're in, if you're in Austin, Texas, or thereabouts, one of us might hear what you're saying. Uh, okay, let's jump into this. So we got the five thousands today and on Wednesday as we're recording, and then we got the rest of the running events on Thursday. The way I look at this meet, Gordon Diamond League finale. There's a couple meets after this this weekend. But really, this is the this is the last one, the last big one. Someone might pop something over the weekend, but this is the last big one. And when I was going through and looking through these start lists, I, I divided them into two categories, and some of them are are in between, and it's worthy of a debate, which is what we can talk about here. Some of these are 2022 races, and some of these are 2023 races. And what I mean by that is some of these are going to basically serve as, as the logical endpoint of 2022 for whatever reason. Either the field is really good or there's one compelling storyline that you think you'll get an answer to. Or on the flip side, it's a 2023 race where the result of that race kind of has more meaning moving forward than it would about 2022. So uh, I'll give you an example. I think the men's 5,000 is a 2022 race uh, in part because it's an opportunity for Grant Fisher to really put an exclamation point on this season. He's got American record after American record after American record after American record. He's got the big PRs. He didn't get a medal at the World Championships, but he was in it in both races. What he needs now is that big Diamond League race victory, and this is his opportunity. You know, the time is completely irrelevant to him at this point because he has the 1246 he's got the fast 3000 he's got the fast 10,000 he's got all that but I think for Grant Fisher a win here would be extra significant when you look at who else is in this field all totaled Gordon you got seven guys who have run sub 1255 this year a lot of big names Orega, Krop, Kajelka, Lobalu, Aragawi, Kip Career um, the names go on and on there so this would be an example for me uh, of a race that really does mean something within the context of 2022, because we're going to be talking about Grant Fisher's 2022 for, for years to come. It's been that good. Yeah, I may be wrong, but this race, it's not on a normal track, right? Correct. But I'm still, which is another reason why it's a 2022 race, right? Because you're not going to go into 2023 being like, well, on that strange Zurich 300 or 512 meter track, whatever it is. Yeah. I mean, I agree with you. This is a 2022 race. I do think this is Fisher's one opportunity to kind of really capitalize on this season he's having because he doesn't have that world championship medal. But if he has a Diamond League final victory with all these records, I think he's, that is arguably, it's, I mean, it's not equivalent. Because a, a world championship is a world championship, mm. but it's as close as you're going to get. And 
it's a good field. There's a bunch of great Ethiopians, great Kenyans in that field. There is no Jakob Ingerbertson, which yeah. you could argue is like the one elephant in the room. But I mean, these Borrega is good. Crop is good. Mm-hmm. You know, Aragawa is good. So there's some really good yeah. athletes in here. And just because there's no Ingebrigtsen doesn't mean a win here isn't valid. Because there are some other Diamond League finals where yeah. winning that, it's like, yeah, you're only winning that because Sydney's not there. You know, or mm-hmm. you're only winning that because, you know, Curly's not there or something. So, um, mm. but in this situation, a Fisher can pull it off. And I think he has a chance. I mean, yeah. It's a weird track. You know, he's clearly has the talent with all these guys. He's been mm-hmm. in the final 300 meters in the 10K, 5K in that fast diamond league a few week a week ago. He can yeah. do it. But here's the question. 300, 100, he? 100. He's been, in, the, he's been it, in it with the last 100 in all these big yeah. races. Will he? Will he actually do it? Will he actually win? We know he can. No one's arguing against yeah. that, but will he? I think you'd have to put him behind Crop. Crop just beat him, right? And then you'd probably say one of those that other group is probably going to have a solid race between Kip Career, between Aragawi, who's probably going to get the pace going, or Borrega. I'm going to pick him third. So he won't do it then. Think he is? I think he's not the fit. It's too good of a field. If he does it, I think it's legit. It's a legit cherry on the top of the Sunday performance for Grant Fisher for 2022. So, I mean, if he was the fate or the clear favorite and he did it, it would mean it wouldn't mean as much. But the fact that he, I think he he is not. If you're getting the betting odds on here, he wouldn't be the favorite, right? There would be right. no place that would tell you Grant Fisher would be the favorite. At best, he would have the second best odds because you you'd have to put him behind Crop because of. Prop just beat him head to head, but I think more than likely he'd be in the three, four, five range. I'm gonna say he gets there. Yeah, I mean, see, in this podcast, sometimes I like to just like go for it and be like, "Fuck it, Tell he's me gonna about win," it. or like, "Fuck it, uh, records going down." Twenty four. I'm learning from my from my takes that I should be a little more cautious, and so as much as I want to say, "Screw it, Grant Fisher's gonna win." No, stay on brand. No, I can't. I want to be right this time. I want to be right. Yeah. You know? Say what you believe. We should do an episode where it's just none of it are takes that we believe. Like it's a total uh, Skip Bayless situation, but we just defend them vociferously. Oh, I can do that. I can defend anything. Yeah. Yeah. We just, Uh, we come up with the worst ones. Like why? What do you got in finishing? Um... I think, I think second. I think he finishes second. Okay. Right I on. think we're gonna get our. We're gonna be like, oh, it's happening, and then it's gonna be second. I think we're just not there yet. I think he's a year away. I think he's gonna start winning some races in twenty twenty three. The Brits would call him a nearly man. Is that what you're saying? He's always yeah. close. Always close. All right. Women's side of things, I would say the women's 5,000, I would say that's more of a 2023 race. Yes, we get Safan Hassan and Gudolf Sagaya, but we don't – because Hassan got such a late start to the season, I don't really know what a victory against her means. We saw Monson run really well and finish in front of her. 
Also, this race is missing Nian Saba. So to me, globally, this race is more about is Hassan going to continue on a trajectory for 2023 that makes her a gold medal favorite again? Or does she still have another rung or so to climb before we get to 2023? So guys entered in, in both, too, the 5 and the 15, too, which is an interesting little wrinkle. She's going for the double, which I like because uh, a lot of people aren't even singling in this meet. So shout out to Sagai for, for, for doing both. But I would, I would say this is, a, this is more about setting up for, for next year than about this year specifically. Yeah, especially around Safan Hassan because we saw what she was at Worlds and we're like, all right, she's still coming in the form. And then we were like, all right, it's coming. Like eventually she ran well, what was it, at the Chorzo meet winning that race at 3K and 839. Mm -hmm. And then we're like, all right, it's coming. The Hassan of 2019 is here. Yep. But then she got fourth in the Diamond League in Switzerland. And mm -hmm. you're like, yeah. Wait, I thought we were gonna I thought old school Hassan was here. And so now it's yeah. kinda like, all right, she's she may be getting better, but she's not hundred percent the dominant figure she was a few years ago. So mm -hmm. as much as I want to think this is a Hassan, you know, win it versus the field, I have to recognize that she might not even finish second. She may finish like fourth. Like she yeah. may have just a bad day and not be in it, not be able to close. And Sagai is just going to be able to take the whole thing. So if I had mm -hmm. to do a prediction here, I would do Sagai for the win. I would probably yeah. put, I don't know, someone else third. I mean, someone else second. I would put Monson fourth and Hassan third. So I put Monson four, Maybe. Hassan three. A name that we're not planning mm -hmm. for getting second, and then it's a guy third. Hassan was so good in 2019 and 2021, right? She was too good just to do one event. And she may not get back to that level again, but she doesn't need to get back to that level to just win gold medals because she was beyond just one gold medal at that point like doing the 15 10 double is crazy and then even attempting a triple was nuts and getting two golds out of that is, is just crazy so will we ever see that Hassan again i don't know but she doesn't need to get to that level to get to get back to to winning gold medals also if that was peak which it's it's hard to believe you could get any better than that i mean what a way to go out right that's an amazing that's an yeah. amazing well two two championship run with what she did in 2019 and what she did in 2021 that's like i'm gonna total kitchen sink situation it's just like i'm gonna do every race i'm gonna try to i'm gonna first i'm gonna do this really ridiculous double that no one's ever done before and then i'm gonna one-up it and try to do three individual events in the in, a, in the freaking olympics too i mean just it's it's just you kind of forget with time and then this year, because she got a late start, she looked just like another top runner. She didn't look like she was this transcendent figure out there. You just forget how good she was uh, in twenty twenty one and twenty. And when she got when she got third in the fifteen, you're like, oh, well, she didn't get all three. Her third place fifteen hundred finish. She went three fifty five. It was nuts. Yeah, like, she, went she went three fifty five. Went for it. She, yeah, yeah, and she lost. One of the people who beat her was the greatest women's miler in history. 
So it's like it wasn't as if the competition was was weak. So I got that down as a 2023 race. Um, let's keep going here. Who do you have winning? Men's. Oh, um, I I have I, I I'm with you. I got Sigai. I got Sigai yeah. for the win. Um, men's two, men's 200. I put as a 2022 race. Lyles, Knighton, Kenny Bednarik, and Andre DeGrasse. Mostly because Lyles still has, I think, more historical marks to put up. Not saying he's going to PB, but we've talked about how rare it is for you to go sub-19-5. I think everybody thinks he's capable of sub-19-5. So this is, again, about Lyles just continuing his dominant run in, in 2022. And it'll be cool. You know, it's cool that we got... You got the podium there, right? So you got Knighton, you got Bednarik. That's awesome. But ultimately, I think this is just about Lyles trying to end this season uh, on a high note. Now, I don't know if he will do that. I don't know if, I mean, he might just run 19-6 and, and cruise and get the win. But with how good he's been running, we have to be ready for him to drop something crazy. Yeah. I think it's like one of those things is he, I mean, he ran the 995 pretty easily on yeah. Sunday, but I feel like it's going to be hard for him the Brit to run this time. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Where did Bolt run his fastest 200s? Were they at world championships or were they at diamond leagues? Or like were they at global championships or were they at diamond leagues? Global championships. Yeah. I mean, Berlin. Yeah. 2009. I was just asking for a refresher. I know, I mean, I know you've been, I know you've been for a decade. For a... <laughs> yeah. I mean, you got Berlin. You got Beijing. You yeah, got you know, London. You got Daegu. It's like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's Hear Bolt. The answer to every Bolt question is always, if, is always, yeah, he did it at the major championships. Yeah, because he, That's he didn't always do that much anyway. Uh, but what I'm now. trying to say is, well, the first book, the first world record, that was at a Diamond League, right? Well, yes, in New York, right. But after yeah. that, so, it was all, yes, okay. correct. So I'm not you're crazy. Right. You're right, you're right. Yeah, that right. was more than a decade uh, ago, so good job. That was more me. than 10 years ago. Yeah. What I was trying to say is I feel like for Lyles to bring, like, extreme greatness in the 200, he's going to need, like, to do it in a round situation to kind of get your legs warmed up, like you run a good 200. And then the next day, 24 hours later, you 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 rip off the fast one. I feel like it's going to be hard for him to rip an extremely fast 200 just like mm -hmm. in a one-race meet. I mean, he did, I guess, his fastest. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he ran 19.4 on a one-race meet. But I just feel like he's going to run 19.5 like, high or 19.6 low and just take the win. I am excited, though, Fair. for Kenny B in this race because, as you know, he is the 2023 future world champion right. like 200 according to me have you walked uh, that back yet speaking no of i'm gonna takes, hold on to that thing i'm i believe in that yeah. i think kenny b is gonna win the 2023 world championship like <laughs> i really love do it. i love it and i think lyles wins the olympic title and then knighton takes over in 2025 man um, rotating yeah, gold medalists rotating. love it yeah. uh all right women's too but yeah it was Kenny B hurt? I'm excited to see what he does. That's all I wanted to say about. Okay. 
Gotcha. Okay, women's two. Uh, Shrika Jackson's doubling. So that'll be her second race of the day. Again, shout out to the doublers because there's people who didn't single at all. She should win this. Yeah. Um, in a walk. Um, the other big name in there, obviously, is Gabby Thomas, but she's coming back from injuries, hasn't raced much. She ran 100 in Italy, ran 11.5. So I think, I mean, it'd be awesome if we got to see in form peak uh, Gabby Thomas, but she had a long, long, long layoff um, after USA's. Um, what she ran, what, 22.8 in Poland at the beginning of August. So she's still working her way back there and Shrika Jackson is is at such a high level. So I think this is more about 2023. Um you're you're missing too many people in here for it to be anything bigger than that. But yeah, Shrika Jackson, just... who knows? Also also like I think if this was two weeks after World Championships, there would be a lot of Shrika Jackson world record buzz. And I'm not are you feeling the buzz? I feel like I'm not no. feeling the buzz no. as much. And maybe, I'm so maybe we're getting lulled to sleep. Maybe we're getting a little bit, a little bit complacent. Click on. Uh, can you pull up Sharika Jackson's profile, Colt? Let's see her post worlds results. Let's go down there to check out those results. So in the hundred, what did she run? She ran Monaco, or she went to she went to Italy first. Eleven one, then a ten seven. She ran Nakak, then Lausanne, and then Brussels. So the hundreds have been good. What about the two hundreds? Two hundreds, twenty-one eight, and then twenty-two zero. Okay, mate, maybe it's gonna be a stealth record attempt, Gordon. Just throwing us off the scent with these twenty-two second two hundreds. No, I think it'll be that would be a long shot. I'm just kidding. The field's not good enough for her to have a reason to go that fast. She's doubling, so she's probably thinking. Get to win the 200, focus on the 100. I think she's more focused on trying to win the 100 over Shelly Ann. Well, the 100's first. 100's first. Yeah, you're more focused on that because once she gets that win or that's that loss, the 200's like, all right, well, I'm going to win this. All the energy was in that 100. Going to come out here, run 21, 8, 1, and win. Gotcha. All right. Uh, 200's. All right, now let's go to the 8. Let's go to the eights. You pick a really fun order. 5K, well, 200, I 800. Know. I don't know why I'm going in. I was just thinking about that. Why am I going? In? Do you want to do the 100 now? Let's just do the 100 then. No. We'll come back to the 100. Let's do the 800s. Our favorite event. Keeping it in order. I was keeping it in order for cool. Yeah, I have I have the women's eight. This is kind of in between. I don't know. I put it as a 2022 race. You got Hodgkinson. You got Mora. You got Lamont, Nakai, Baker, Ghoul. Herda, you're you're missing that that trio of Americans up front, but you got a lot of the big names. And then on the men's side, yeah, have... who do you think is going to win the eight women's eight? Because we're predicting every race. Oh, okay, uh, Hodgkinson. How about that? Yeah, I agree. She's going to win that. Okay. Men's eight, <sighs> featuring world champion in the fifteen hundred, none other than Jake Whiteman. He's going to try to go to the 800 and win a Diamond League title. However, I think we are going to see 
after months and months of struggle, after futility, after adversity of 146 and 145s. I think this is the day the 800 meters fights back and Emmanuel Career is going to say, no, sir, not on my watch. I am going to defend the 800 and its honor, and I'm going to make sure the Diamond League champion is not the 1,500-meter world champion, and Emmanuel Career gets the win. How fast? Probably like a 146. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> you were setting this up for like a great. He's going to win it in 142. We're all going to be like, all right. The oh, no, back. no. No, no, no. It'll be disappointing. Come on. Let's be honest here. It's yeah, going to be disappointing. Uh, is anyone going to ask trash. Jake Whiteman? Has anyone has there been a quote yet from Jake about why he's not racing Jakob? I think it's uh, my schedule was set before. But what career should say if he wins? You should turn and look at him and say, "Yeah, I'm not Ingerbitson. Not as easy, huh?" <laughs> I'm a bit Good faster. line, right? I'm not Ingerbitson. Feel free to use that one, Emmanuel. Feel free to use that one. Well, you could probably say that in a winning and a losing situation. Because if he were to beat him, he'd be like, yeah, I'm no Ingerbertson because you can beat him, but you can't beat me. But if he loses to him, you could say, I'm no Ingerbertson because you, <laughs> you, you, took, you knew that you were going to get a win over me and not him. I don't know. You could say it yeah. both ways. Are you picking Whiteman? You're picking Whiteman, it sounds like. No, I'm not going to pick Whiteman. I got to okay. have some principle. Rob Robert? a Rob? No, I'm not picking Robert. Robert has has lost all of my lost your money. Yeah, Bryce Hopple. Hopple, I feel like he's just happy to be there. He got in the final, luckily. Kramer's and no, don't even know who that is. Sorry, Sweden. Um, Kase, Wycliffe, Kasasi, Kasasi. No. Okay. It's gonna be either a Rop or Career. You know what? Do, do we need to bring Let's back the wild. prediction I'm contest? I'm going Marco Arop. Marco Arop. Oh, Canada. I it's going to be career. It's just amazing. For those who don't know, I was like the biggest career fan. I wrote articles comparing him to David Rudisha, saying he was the next Rudisha. He was going to run 139 when he was at UTEP. Mm -hmm. All this stuff. And then I just abandoned him. And then now he wins back-to-back -back global medals. He's probably going to win this Diamond League. I'm still not believing in him. And I think that's what it is. I think I'm the reason he's so good now because I have abandoned his ship and I let him sail solo and he's and he's flying and I enjoy that so I'm gonna continue to not yeah. pick him and go with Arop, knowing it's gonna ele elevate career to another win. But Arop is who I'm going with. You were weighing him down. I was weighing him down. All right. Well, he'll be happy to know that I'm sure. Um, you going with? All right. Form. I'm going with I'm going with career. I did my whole thing okay. about career. Career is going to defend the 800s. On. Listen, 800. If you're listening, you can't let Jake Whiteman go. I know Jake Whiteman's also an 800 meter runner, but he won the title in the 1500. Right? You gotta you gotta sad. defend your territory here. Yeah, you you can't you can't let this happen. It would be as if will say, though, career jumps in the. What if career ran the 400 and won the 400? Like you can't let that happen. You just can't. For all the I was getting a little shit from some other, some 
my take that the 800 is really bad this year, Whiteman winning the Diamond Lake final is like definitely vindication of me believing that the 800 is shit this year. That the 1,500-meter kid can win it. Yeah. So. It wasn't just you complaining about the 800. It was literally everybody. This was the one thing where you were representing. No one else was complaining. Op- I think I was the only op- one. Op- I started it. No. I started the trend. Literally everybody. No, you didn't. We literally. Name another person who's complaining about the 800 besides you. Me. Oh. You said he would glue his hands to the track. He was so dedicated. Yeah. Listen, if you look at the, if you looked at the chat, even back in May, the chat saw it coming too. I'm just, I'm saying you were on the side of popular opinion. That's all I'm saying. So people shouldn't get mad. And everything you and I talked about this before, basically everything that has happened this year has just furthered that point, whether or not it was slow times, whether or not it was completely unpredictable races, the prediction contest where literally nobody was able to get the top three. And then you have the 1500 meter champion going and winning uh, a diamond league race. Like all that just serves that point of, I mean, what do we pull up the, where are we at? I know we don't care that much about times, but like what actually is the world lead here? Let me pull this up. For the men's eight. 143 something. Who's going to find it first? 143.52. Max Bergen from June 14th. And he, he didn't run Worlds because he, he got hurt. Yeah. 143.5. So it's been a rough year. I think the 800 is going to need the offseason to get regrouped and, and get back at it. But we'll move on. All right. Uh, let's just knock out these four-minute hurdle races. Uh, we're missing big names. So I, I put them as 2022 races. I don't think they're going to tell us anything about the future. You have Dos Santos in the men's side. You have Bull and Muhammad on the women's side. So I guess you're just looking for those those top two names, see how quickly they're able to run. But uh, disappointing we don't have McLaughlin here, don't have Warholm, Benjamin, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. I mean, Bull and Dos Santos are going to win. The picks are obvious, yeah. I mean, I feel like I would put my house on those two winning. I would put my house on that parlay. Let's do it. That's how confident I am. Um, Should I put my house? I'll do it. I don't own a house, but I can put my landlord's house on it. That's not how housing works. Okay. Um, (laughs) What do you think about men's 100? The men's 100. Do you think it's more about a, a... this season or like, cause you're missing, you know, Curly, you're missing Jacobs, you're missing Bracey as well now. So it's Romel, Blake, Sambine, DeGrasse. It's just, I don't know what to do with this one. Romel should win, obviously. Yeah, it's kind of like a shit race. It fell apart a bit. I mean, there's two guys in the, I mean, I guess DeGrasse being in there is good, but like, is DeGrasse 2022 DeGrasse going to be running 9 8s? No. He's the season best is 10 mm. 05. He's probably going to run 9 9, and that'll be his. He's new... got that relay momentum, though. Oh, Canada. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, Blake feels like he was a flash in the pan with his 9 8 because he ran that, and we're like, ooh, Blake is back. But ever since that run, he hasn't yeah. been the same, whether it was injury or. I think it was injury or something. Prescott, I mean, I don't know. Kyrie King, like, 
I didn't even know. He, how did he get into the Diamond League final? What place was Kyrie King points. at? USA's. He's got points. Yeah, yeah. I know he has points, but like. Um, he was. Kyrie King wasn't even like eligible for the USA relay team. Yeah, he was. They shouldn't use him. He got really? sixth at USA's. Yeah, he was sixth at USA's. They shouldn't. Oh. They didn't. They ran the same team back, didn't they? Was six. But I guess Coleman makes him really seventh because Coleman didn't run the final. Second at NACAC. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's run a bunch this year. But I think, yeah, you're, you're, you're missing too many people. I don't, I don't really know what to do with this one. I think Bromel would take it. If the bye wasn't already spoken for with Curly, this would be a big race for yeah. the Americans. And also you could say for Johan Blake too. But also, it would be cool to see Oblique Seville in this race too. Yeah. Or Keen Blake, the younger guys. Um, I don't know. Bromel's going to win. Yeah. But as I said, that DeGrasse is going to find a way to win in Canada. Yeah, I was going to say, I'll – Watch your mouth. I'll take, I'll take, I'll take DeGrasse. I'll, I'll, I'll go that direction. I'll, I'll be right. that guy. I'm going with um, Oh, we lost Kevin. I... So Kevin has been talking about how he's getting this new internet in his home. Google Fiber, and it's already shit. It's not working. I didn't get it yet. I had to make an appointment. They don't just. I don't. I can't just snap my fingers and get it. Next week. Next week. I'll Next have week. It. Okay. Okay. Men's fifteen. You got everybody except Jake Whiteman. So I think this is a twenty twenty two race. This is a perfect ending minus Jake Whiteman for twenty twenty two. You got Ingebrigtsen, Horror, Chariot, Kipsang, Kerr, McSwain, Jake Hayward, bunch of big names. Um, hopefully none of them scratch. Expect a very competitive race. I don't see Jakob losing, even though it's a competitive race. I just, I don't see it. I see a couple guys who could run really well to finish second. Oliver Horror's already done that. Chariot's obviously proven himself solid. Kip, what? Hold on, go back. Click on how many races is Abel Kipsang run this year? Can you click on him? How many 1500s is Abel Kipsang run this year? He's got to be on like his 30th mile race. This is just insane how many races this guy's run. Look at this. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Keep going now, Colt. 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. This will be his 18th 1500 outdoors. outdoors. <laughs> There's probably a mile in there too. Yeah. Outdoor oh, mile. yeah, yeah. Yeah, go down. Yeah, another oh, mile. An outdoor mile. And then four races indoors too. So uh, he's probably tired. I think it's Jakob. I got ahead of myself printing super fast times last time they ran. I thought it was going to be you know, a bunch of sub 330s and even a lot of sub 329s. I expect this to look a lot like Lausanne. Jakob knows yeah. how to beat this field. He, he, yeah. he knows all these guys' tendencies. I just – I want – is the 800 or 1500 first? What's first? Kevin, is the 800 or the yeah. 15 first? Well, let me look that up for you. I want to say the 15 is first. You want um, me to double? You want Jake Whiteman to double? Okay, so the 15 is first. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to think what's something funny Jakob could do after he wins that's like making a joke about Jake Whiteman not being there. <laughs> I don't know. Be something. I have to think about it. 
do you think you like turn around and just be like do the meme like the uh john travolta meme or the will smith meme where they're like in the room looking around like where's jake yeah he should have a shirt underneath he should have a shirt underneath his jersey that says where's jake where's jake okay that'd be good that'd be, that'd good. be good i'd endorse that someone's gonna ask him about it i'm interested to hear what he says after the race colt's gonna have that flash quotes button popping on the live show just keep refresh 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 just to see what i'll be ready <laughs> all right uh let's see what's next so you're going kind of wild you did men's 100 and men's 15 should we do women's 100 yeah. and women's 15 well i have the women's 15 right here um okay, this is so gonna be a great 15. race yeah this is gonna be a great race this one is a, a, a proper end to 2022 this one is the diamond league final faith kipiegon good off sagai laura mir you have watelji kira mcgee and just ran 356 hailu Mishesha, uh corner mcgee heather mclean like this is if you told someone hey this is the last big meet of the year where all the best people qualify for and they're like oh okay so all the best people show up in every event you're like well not every event but hey look at that women's 1500 that one has all the best people um this is it so i think this might end up actually being the event of the meet really yes do you think anyone can beat kipiega no but i still think it's the event of the meet i'll take out the maybe it is this is the event of the meet you got i I guess you could say men's the men's 200 everybody's showing up in that race as well too but women's 15 so deep I mean, women's high hurdles will be good too. It's hard for it to be the event of the meet when we know the re- we know the result. World record, though, maybe. No, it's not gonna be a world record. Come on. Mm-hmm. We'll see. No, we'll see. I'll bet you thirty-seven. You really think that? Yeah. You don't, don't make a bet. Oh, I wouldn't bet on it. I think it's a possibility, but I'm, yeah, I'm not gonna bet on it. I just look at this field, man. Look at all those uh, those mid three fifties out there. I love it. I love it. It's gonna be it's awesome. True. Got. Also, I mean, you have Allie Wilson pacing. So hold on, hold on a second. It may not be a world record, but you have Allie Wilson pacing. You don't bust out Allie Wilson as a pacer, someone who's run 158 this year multiple times, if you're not serious about this thing going quick. Like that's the, you, you, you get her on the start line because you don't want just any garden variety pacer. You need someone who goes fast enough. So I think it's going to look a lot, a lot like world championships. I think there's going to be a break early on because Biegon's going to go out so fast. And I think the words world record will they'll at least cross your mind at some point in the three minutes and 50 some odd seconds of that race. She'll be on pace for it a little bit or she'll drop one split. We're like, oh my gosh, is this going to happen? And uh, she might just do it. She doesn't have to improve by much. Do you think uh, Heather McLean, who just ran 358.76, which is the seventh fastest American all time, mm. do you think she can go higher up at the standings? Ooh. Ooh, U.S. record is 354.99. Number two is 356.29, Shannon Roberry. Yeah. So does she get into the 356s maybe? I think she can. It just depends on what happens with the rest of the field. I think everybody respects Kip Yegon so much 
that they let her go. And then you create that second race. And in that second group, who is going to basically serve as the rabbit? Because you're not going to have, you only have one Allie Wilson. You don't get two Allie Wilsons for this race. You only get one Allie Wilson. And she's going to be up there with Kip Yegon. So I think it's going to be hard to keep that going. But gosh, you got a lot of very aggressive runners in here. You do not have a lot of people who are just going to defer and defer. I mean, like, what's Muir going to do? If it goes out in 350 pace, is Muir going to go with that again? It seems like she always she always does that. Like, she's always up to try it and see how long that she can hang. Um, and there, does she end up with the crazy PP? Good money for second or third or fourth? No, there's a big drop-off. Yeah, it's because... Like 30, it's like 30K for the win. You're talking about my actual money? Like, money money? Yeah. Yeah, it's 30K it would, for the win. So do you think, because Muir ran for the win at Worlds, because she's like, I have medals, yeah. like, I want to try to get gold. But, yeah. like, will she maybe run for second in this situation? Be like, just get a, a guaranteed check, decent amount. 12K a second. Win. Yeah, it's like, all right, just run for 12K. A yeah, I don't think she cares that much about 12K. Just gonna be honest. How much do you care about 12k? A lot, but I'm not a medalist. But I care a lot about $37, which for some reason still is not in my Venmo account. Okay, all right. Oh, you know what? All right. Okay, we're, we're gonna do this right now. I'm opening up Venmo. See Let's right keep here. it going. No, say focus. No, no, we're, uh, no, no. Your... We're gonna, we're gonna. I'm gonna type your name, Kevin. Do you have? Don't do you leak, even have Venmo? Don't leak your Venmo. Don't show your screen. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not going to do why that. Why can't dude. I leak it? Then people will send you money. No. What Cole, why do I not want to do that? Colt's my operational security consultant. And if he tells me no. What I'll is your Venmo? No. It's you just don't have you know, a photo. It's people? connected to your exactly. bank. Yeah. I don't, I don't what, believe it. What's your Venmo? This. I'm trying to do it right now. You Actually, could tell me now or you're not getting the $37. That's not how cash works. That's, or that's not how bets work. All right. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. Um, let's do the high hurdles. I have both high hurdles as 2022 races. Men's, because you have Holloway trying to beat Rashid Broadbell, who's got the better of him the last two times out. And the women's side of things, it's just super fast, historic year. Amusan, Camacho Quinn, Anderson, Harrison, Tia Jones has been running really well. I mean, I think both the men's and women's races are going to be really good. These would be my other two. Like, I have women's 15 first, and then the men's two, and then the two women's, or the two high hurdle races is my next two favorites. There's a good chance Grant Holloway might lose. That's all I got to say about that. That was so it. going to react to that yeah. statement. That was it. Okay, I mean, well, I, I, let me follow it with this. If he does lose, are you going to say, does Grant Holloway have a Rashid Broadbell problem? Because that can be the headline. I mean, I will. That would, be the, yeah. that would be the headline. Does he have a Broadbell problem? Like, yeah. even, bro even Grant Holloway is human. I mean, we've seen them lose too at the Olympics. We've seen them lose random continental tours. I mean, he's so good and it just makes no sense that he can fall apart in the final two hurdles every time. But it is what it is. I think he, I mean, it's I a tough field too. I mean, you got, it's, it's, you got Trey Cunningham yeah, in there I mean, and you got Parchment in there. It's going to be, it's going to be a good race. He's gonna have to run well. Yeah. I what do think, you think the winning time I think will be? well 
I think someone's. I think they're going to go sub thirteen. I think there's there's just too much talent there to not go sub thirteen. But I could see four different guys winning this, which is crazy. Rod to Bell, say. Holloway, I think, Parchment, and Cunningham. Yeah, and I think. I mean, Grant won his last race. It just. I think Grant would still be the slight favorite, but it would be a very narrow margin. Yeah, I'm going to go with Grant. I'm going to go Broadbell. I'm going really? Broadbell. I think he's, he's going to win. Yep, I think ride the hot hand. It's going to be Grant. Yeah, it can't, it can't be Broadbell. It can't. It's got to be Grant Holloway. What do you mean it can't? Yes. It literally has been Broadbell the last two times. It's not a fluke. The guy's really good. I know it's not a fluke, but it's just not this time. Not like this. It's like that Matrix meme. Not like this. Can't, it can't mm. go out like this. Grant Holloway's got to go out with a win in the Diamond League. Rod Bell's only, Rod Bell's only 22. He's, he's on the rise. He just, just turned 22 in August. We're cut off from him to continue his, uh, his reign. But we'll see. Youth, the youth movement is alive and well. Uh, women's side of things. I'm going with Camacho Quinn is who I'm taking. Yeah. I'm I'm running it back with Camacho Quinn. Do you want to make a bet on the time again? No. Do you want my thirty-seven dollars? So I tried to give it to you five minutes ago, and yeah, just yeah, didn't give it. Colt to told me. Colt told me not to give out my Venmo on there, so I'm not gonna. Do you that. probably can't. I, I just wouldn't. You probably can't. I just wouldn't. I want to be as paranoid as Colt. That's my standard for paranoia. I just feel like if he's paranoid about it, he's Gen Z. I don't know. He knows things. <laughs> he's on Reddit. He's doing stuff. Who knows? Everyone's okay. gonna look at your transaction history, Gordon. If you leak it, everyone's gonna see what you send to your roommates and stuff. No one wants that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, we got five left. I do. Rem- I do remember my father finding my Venmo and being like, "People know what you're doing with your money. You need to. Did you know this is public?" And there was also a lot of like joke sends that I send to my guy friends, and I use things that we're not actually exchanging as the anyway. My dad had a lot of questions for me that that, that night. There's if you said it, you can set it to yeah. private. <laughs> you can set it to private. I don't though, care. Right? I'm sure you can. Okay. I, don't, I don't care if people know what I'm doing with random twenty dollars here and there. I mean, I feel like most people they put like at least once they write drug money on there as the description, right? And it's just like the go-to. Yeah. In, in every yeah. group, there's one person who says that. Okay. All right. Last last five. Um, I have these all as 2023 races because they're all they're all missing somebody. Let's just go. Let's knock out the 400s first. Women's 400. Uh, no, no Miller Weibo. Yeah, Paulino Williams, Cofill, Candice McLeod. I'm going Paulino. Men's 400. No Michael Norman. You have Karani James and uh, Hudson Smith. I'm going Karani on on that. So let me get your men's and women's 400 picks. I'm going the same as you. <clears throat> I'm gonna trust okay. Kevin here. Uh, steeple. No it's, it's boring. There's no Shawnee. There's no, no Michael. Yeah. It's like, what are we doing? I don't see any reason to pick against El Bacali in the steeple. Women's steeple. Uh, missing Geruto in there. Yabi, get it, you a baby. I'll probably go Yabi on that one. Um, but your Coburn's in there. Maybe she can get something going here at the last part of the season. Um, do you have a pick on the women's steeple? Yavi and then El Bacali. 
in the men. Yeah. Let's go to the the race that we want to talk about most. Is it? Women's the women's 1500? We already talked about it. Women's 100. Okay. All right. Last let's one. Put women's 100. Chase. Yeah. Let's talk about the women's 100. Let's get, we get, we got it. Steeples are, they are a race that people run. It's cool. Women's 100. Wow. Got a big field. Fresh price. Jackson, Tulu, Hobbs, Terry, Richardson, Netta, Tambungi. Natasha Morrison is in there as well, too. Are we down to eight now? Down to eight. We're at nine. We're down to eight. Listen, I think it's a pretty, pretty simple equation to figure out here. If Fraser Price is fully healthy, she wins. If she's not, it's between Jackson and Tulu. Uh, really? You think Tulu has a shot? Yeah. Jackson would be the favorite, but I think then it, then it would be Tulu. Okay. First, let's talk about Fraser Price. Did we... Is it over? Like, is it, is it over in that we're not seeing 10-5 <laughs> from her? I would be shocked. Not shocked. I would be surprised if we saw 10-5 based on the last race, but I could also see her reverting to where she was before and running 10-6, and 10-6 isn't that far from 10-5. So I, I, I don't think it'll be 10-5. I'll just say that. I do not believe it'll be 10-5. I think I want to rephrase my question. Go ahead. Will we see 10-5 ever from her? Uh, I hate it when you do this. This is sort of annoying. I don't know. It's like it's like we're talking about this meet. Um, can we talk about that in the off season? Can I see what she does tomorrow first? Yeah, sure. All right, I'll I'll lay, I'll lay you I mean, down I mean, that one. All right. It's just well, it's just. Well, I mean, she can she improve a hundredth of a second? Well, but she run ten six, right? True. <laughs> It's yeah. like, can this person run one one hundredth of a second faster? It feels weird to bet against that um, because she's run ten six zero, but it just comes down to opportunity. So and time. Well, time. So yeah. I'm, you're, yeah. you're gonna you're gonna refuse to answer the question. That's fine. I would say no. With, right no. now, I would say no. I don't think. I, I, yeah, I, I, I don't I, think I, we're I, ever gonna see it. I think I we had our shot. We had that. One month, one week run where she's running all the 10 sixes. That was the moment. And the door closed. I think she can still be elite. I think she can still win medals. She can still win gold. But I think maybe the 10 5 may be out of reach. Well, we'll see. This maybe is a, I say it's that funny, now though. And then tomorrow <laughs> she does. Literally, it. well, this is why you do it in the offseason because then you at least have a couple months. We're not <laughs> immediately true. proven wrong. If she does it tomorrow, it would be the ultimate flex after going back up to the. The ten sevens, but I think, I think for Fraser Price, just a win would be after having some injury issues. I think a win yeah. is enough. The field is good, so she's gonna have to run fast in order to win. It's not as if she's gonna get off with like a ten nine here. So, I I just think Jackson's right there to take it. Jackson will be doubling though, but I don't think the two hundred earlier in the meet. Or sorry, I don't. This comes first, so forget what I just said. She'll be fine. She'll be fine. Where do you think Shakari finishes? I think when she was fifth, 
in Brussels, you look at this field, probably say five or six. Yeah. Um, you think she's the, what about all the Americans? You, you think Leah Hobbs beats her? Yeah. Right. Leah Hobbs beat her before, and then Tornisha Terry beat her over the weekend, too. She ran in a race in Italy in Padova and ran 11.25 into a headwind, and Terry was in front of her there. I would say let me look at let me look at this. I'll give you uh, a, a guess here. Fraser Price, Jackson, Hobbs, Tolu, Terry. So that's five. Yeah, maybe six. So ahead of Nada and Morrison. Morrison. But I mean, Nada's run ten nine this year, and Morrison ran ten eight last year. So yeah, I'd say I'd say six. I'll guess six. Yeah, I mean, I want to say fifth or fourth, but it's probably going to be sixth. Anything above four, I think, would be good, like surprisingly, like a, a positive result. Like a, whoa, okay, that's yeah. that's exceeding expectations. Anything above, like if she somehow gets into the top three, four, five, or six, I would say is right around the likely set of outcomes. I'm Yeah, Hobbs... She won that one in Lausanne. She has the capability of doing something. And that's where this could be interesting in terms of 2020, uh, 2023 is if you have American in any one of these events sneak out a win and get a buy where they don't already have a buy. And Hobbs, you know, it would be things would need to happen. You know, she'd need to get some breaks, but the Lausanne field was in many ways better than this field and she got the win. Now it required a scratch and, and, and a great race from her, but that could happen. We could totally see that happen again. Um, so keep an eye on that too. Keep an eye on the Americans trying to grab a buy um, and what that'll mean for 2023. What do you think is the one event they, an American has the best chance of getting a buy in? Cause obviously take out all the ones where we won worlds in. So you had the men's and women's 5K, men's and women's steeple, um, yeah, men's and women's 1500. There's no male in the men's 1500 though, so take that one off. Yeah, uh, men's eight, hopple baby. Wim, women's four. There's no, and then the no. twos are, and then women's two, and women's one, and women's hurdles. Okay, I so I think it would say, be. Is the men's 5K the best shot? Yeah, I think it would be Fisher, Fisher, Monson, Hobbs, Terry, um, Hopple. I mean, you gotta give him a puncher's chance. Yeah, those would be the maybe the women's hundred hurdles. Yeah, and then like a Harrison Ali combo, but because yeah. the U.S. has so many other buys. This makes it hard because yeah. otherwise you'd oh yeah men's men's two hundred they're gonna get one or um men's hundred but it's just those those I think would be the the five but I could see them getting none of those like the the odds are them not getting any of those yeah at all because that's that's gonna be very difficult all right 
Um, let's see. Checking in on the chat. Someone says Gordon do the sub. Gordon do the sub pod. So it's not all Gordon's fault that the sub pod doesn't. It's it's fifty percent my fault too. But there'll be a sub pod soon. Um, we just did one though for August, right? No, that was July. Oh really? No, it wasn't. Yeah, we were late. We were late on July that one. We, we need to do one for August. Oh, so we're late on the August one already? Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, we gotta do yeah, a sub pod. We we'll do that we gotta, next week. A a sequel for Gordon's shoes. Um, all in the game says Sharika in the pre-race press conference said she had a 48.3 target for the 400. Sharika Jackson? It's fast. It's fast. Yeah. It is fast. What if everybody just decides to run the women's 400 next year? Like Miller Weibo hangs around an extra year. Sharika Jackson goes back and Sydney moves into it. And a thing was like, yeah, let's do this. Let's just, let's have a party here. Or they just cancel every event. And the only event you're allowed to run if you're a track and field athlete is the 400. What? You've seen throwers in there. One event. Distance people. Just one event. It's like you're watching one basketball game. or watching yeah. one race. Cross country. Everybody runs, for the 400. runs the 400. A 400, but like field. a cross country race? That'd be fun. <laughs> field event I'm looking most forward to. Uh, men shot Krause versus Kovacs after Kovacs got the win. That's that's starting actually pretty soon. They're like they're out there now, I think, because that's a Wednesday Wednesday event. Uh, anything else before we go? No live pod tomorrow. Reacting to all this chaos. Yeah. Um, and then this weekend is a bunch of live events. We have two more track meets: one in Bellinzona and one in. Where's the other one? Zagreb. Zagreb? Mm-hmm. Zagreb? Did I say it? Croatia? Mm-hmm. But also yep. the Great North Run, which is, I believe, a half mile, a half marathon, right? It's not a 10K, half it's a half, mar- half marathon, right? Half marathon. Half marathon. But it's got Jacob Capolimo, Joseph Cheptegei, Bekele, Mark Scott. So a really good men's field, great women's field as well. Um, that's going to be live on Facebook. Cheptegei scratched. Cheptegei scratched, though. So. He did, but, but yeah, Bekele's in there. I think Borrega's in there, and Kiplima's in there. Yeah. Right. Also, he called him Joseph Chepta guy. Joshua. Joshua. Yeah. Sorry. Joshua, Joseph, Jacob. They're all you know, Jays. There's a lot of J names. A lot of J names in the track field right now. Jake, yeah. Jacob. Like, what's going on? What's with all the Jays? Mm-hmm. JJ Clark. It all started with him. Over. <laughs> Speaking of Stanford, let's talk about the cross country situation. All right. I'm just Let's leave it there, guys. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening, downloading. Uh, subscribe to the Flow Track Podcast. Thanks to Colt for producing. We'll be back tomorrow to recap the final Diamond League meet of 2022. We'll see you then.